Broadcasting from the point where sports meets faith, it's Benson and those guys. Now here's your host, Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester. What up, homies? <laughs> Good to be back with you. Restart. What do you mean restart? <laughs> Welcome to Benson and those guys, homies. It is uh, Benson, glad to be back with you after a week away, spending some time in Orlando, Florida, enjoying the wonderful weather down there. You don't look as sunburnt as I thought you would. I'm actually disappointed. It, people, this is radio. People can't see me. All you can need to picture is this tall, dark, <laughs> handsome, bronze, uh, well-tanned, you know, muscular. Channing Tatum. Uh, with a tan, yeah. <laughs> here with Dan Borello, here with those guys. Those guys are standing here with me. Zach is a fan of the New York Rangers and is wearing a New York Rangers cap. Darren, however, a fan of the New York Yankees, is wearing a Tampa, old school, so it is pretty cool, Tampa Bay Devil, Devil Rays. Rays. Devil Rays this hat. hat. was way too awesome to pass up on. Wait, you got the... It is half cap, half mesh, like some cheap golf hat. But the front, the front is good. It's the old Tampa Bay Devil Rays. It is old school. But why in the world they are a division rival? Why are you wearing a Devil Rays hat? Like I said, it was just an awesome hat. It has a Devil Ray on it. Like it's just, it's just cool. I like it. I went with it. So if they had an awesome Boston Red Sox hat, you'd be, you'd be putting it on. There's no such thing as anything awesome in Boston. You're, you're a <laughs> Buffalo Bills fan. They have an awesome Patriots hat. You're, you're wearing it. No, because Tom Brady wears Uggs. Man, <laughs> you gotta. I, I, am I wrong? If you are a fan of a team, you wear that hat. You do not wear somebody else's hat. Uh, I've never done it, Benson. I will never wear another team's That's hat. It's classy. I'm okay with wearing another team's hat, but it can't be a division rival. Like, I really like the throwback Orioles hat with the white front panel and the cartoon burden. I think those are really classy. Won't wear them. They're a division rival. You can't do it. Wait, he's lying because I've heard him say a couple times that he wants a, an Orioles hat, but he can't buy it right now because the Orioles are actually good. Nah. I just they're a rival. You can't wear a rival's hat. You can't do it. By the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't say congratulations to Dan Borello. Dan Borello um, of the radio press box. Dan, congratulations thank on you. your daily afternoon show. Thank you. I get to work with Scott Petoniak, and it's it's a real blessing. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and let me just say to all of Entercom Radio, you are welcome. <laughs> Benson and those guys goes on the air when when ESPN Rochester is simply an AM station. Now it's AM and FM. Benson and those guys goes on the air, and Dan Borello gets his own daily show. You are welcome, my friend. Yeah, I, I am blessed. I, 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 I owe it to this show. I want to thank Jesus, God, Benson, and those guys uh, for, for pulling this off. <laughs> if there is anybody else who needs to step up, that's what we do. <laughs> we look for people whose career is on life support. <laughs> we reach down in the gutter, we grab their hand, we pull them up, and we make them the success that they are today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're humble about it, too. We never bring it up. Oh, yeah. Hey, the Little League World Series is going to kick into full gear here in Pennsylvania. You guys, are you into the Little League World Series? you like seeing it on TV? I don't mind the Little League World Series, but I hate seeing it on television. It sounds ridiculous because you can't watch it unless it's on television, unless you're in Williamsport. I'm not a fan, though. I, 
I, I can't stand it. It's 12-year-olds playing baseball. I would rather watch grown men playing. They're I don't really very like good 12-year-olds playing baseball. They're amazing, but they're still 12 playing on a tiny field. I just I don't like it. What is your best Little League memory? Youth baseball memory. Maybe you didn't play actual Little League. What is your best youth baseball memory? I think mine is um, when I was uh, a younger kid, I had uh, a fear of the ball to overcome, and my dad cured it by standing me in the front yard and throwing balls at me. <laughs> Ten- tennis balls at first, and then, and, the then, and then baseballs, until I learned that you know I could take a hit from a baseball and I would survive. And the next year, uh, I was named to the league all-star team, and my coach named me the team's most improved player. That's probably my best memory. So through battered eyes and battered <laughs> face, you thanked your dad for hitting you baseballs directly at you. Yeah, yeah, it uh, toughened me That's up a little. Sacrifice, I guess. you know it that is. you give up the Father of the Year award by hitting baseballs directly at your kid. <laughs> Darren, what's your best baseball memory? For, forget the youth baseball. I couldn't care less about that. I went seven for seven last night in a softball game, and we won forty-one to thirty-five. That's all I care about. That was a world-class segue right there. <laughs> I, somehow you were going to get in your seven for seven performance. By the way, you know in it. a softball game, a slow-pitch softball game, which seventy-five runs were scored. Uh, hitting a softball is not as easy as you think because I have a friend. Um, it is as easy as no, I, I, think. W- I won't mention his name, but it sounds like Ryan Palma. He swung and missed at strike two and strike three the other night, and I'm oh. never going to let him forget it. Oh, I think, Dan, Dan, do you have a favorite youth baseball memory? Oh, man, we played for so many horrible teams, and I was such a horrible athlete. That <laughs> even even my, my I did hit an inside-the-park home run once on errors. Uh, that, that would probably be it. Uh, also, I, I helped coach with my father, my brother's uh, Babe Ruth baseball team that won a championship. It's the only championship the Barrello family's ever won, and I feel uh, you know vindicated as a baseball mind in winning that championship. So that's my favorite memory. But as far as playing the game, it's all been bad. So you mentioned you you played on some horrible teams. Let horrible me tell teams. You, horrible teams. Horrible? And I was the worst player on those horrible teams. Never mind. That answered my question. Yeah. I played I played three years of Little League baseball. Three years. We won one game. One game. I played I played in a Little League where you didn't reshuffle the deck every year. They just kind of uh, drafted the players to replace those they lost. That's what we did, yeah. And I remember making Little League a year old, and I remember my mom coming in and telling me that I had made Little League, and I was like, great, that's so cool. What team? Well, what difference does it make? You've made Little League a year before everybody else. I'm like, yeah, but mom, what team? She says, what difference does it make? She told me it was the Red Sox, and I cried like a little girl. (laughs) I was crying. So in retrospect, looking back on a team that won one game in three years, I don't know if I'm disappointed or happy because we were the Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's a conflict inside. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's that was my that was that was some memory. Hey, good I, news, Zach. What, are you going to say something, Darren? No, I I actually did just think you of just, a favorite. You just don't bring up softball. I'm anymore. not. I actually thought of a favorite uh, youth baseball. You moment. already blew it. You no. went softball. You wanted to get your seven for seven <laughs> performance in. Forget I about. I totally it. got it in there too. What were you going to say? Go ahead. I like the fact that you could use like a negative thirty bat. They didn't have any rules, you know. In high school, it's like negative three or whatever. You know, you have a thirty-four inch bat. You have to use a thirty-one ounce bat. Like dude, I was using a twenty-six inch bat with a, you know, it weighed three ounces. It was the greatest. I miss that. Darren likes to talk about his high school sports career. By the <laughs> way, several times a month, reminding I haven't mentioned it once. 
that you should have been MVP? I should have been. <laughs> I see. It's it's always right there. Hey, Zach, good news for you, buddy. The newest fan of the Toronto Raptors, free agent signing. They are in discussions with the Rochester Razor Sharks to become to become a partnership. Uh, the Razor the Razor Sharks be an affiliate and uh, eventually be a D league, the developmental league in the NBA. You excited about that? I am excited. It's you know it's going to be professional basketball here in Rochester and uh, high quality and. The Raptors have a couple of prospects that could be on that D-League team that should be exciting to watch. Yeah, that's all great. Here's what I know. <laughs> You're welcome, ESPN forever. <laughs> You're welcome, Dan Barella, for your own yeah, show. And you are welcome, Rochester Razor Sharks, <laughs> because now that we, on this program, they sign, the Toronto Raptors sign Zach to their free agent fan base you are welcome, Razor Sharks. Hey, you're listening to Benson and those guys. You can find us on the web, btgprogram.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at BTG Program. Coming up in the later, later on in the program, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about more stuff. You're listening to Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services, Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. 
I am sure you might be thinking that my real-life job is being a radio star, but that's not the truth. I just play it for, you know, one day a week. My real-life job is I, I work in sports ministry, uh, director at Grace and Truth Sports Park, and we have uh, a lawn club out there, and I know you're thinking, what? Yeah, it, it's croquet, and you think, well, I play croquet in my backyard. Not like this, you don't. This is a uh, tournament-level field. These folks are serious, and there's only a couple of these type things across the United States. Well, going on this weekend is a tournament that here in Rochester, here in Hilton, at the Grace and True Sports Park. And joining us now is Sue Shear from the Long Club at Grace and Truth Sports Park. And uh, Sue, can you talk about this tournament a little bit? How big a tournament is this? Well, we're fielding 17 players from a pretty broad geographic area. And um, that's really the most that we can accommodate in two and a half days of play. Uh, each player gets to play a minimum of four games, but they will play block play, and then they'll feed to a ladder. Now, how far away are these folks coming from? You told me uh, earlier there's several states. I, mean, I know I saw earlier today people from Florida, people from Michigan. Yep, Florida, Michigan. We've got a couple, four people from Oklahoma, four from Ohio, uh, Virginia, Florida, and Canada. So, so people are coming. Group. Yeah, they're coming from many states away to play croquet in Hilton, New York. Uh, how many places are like yours there at the sports park? How many courses are around like that? You know, that's a good question. I really don't know. The National Croquet Center is located in West Palm Beach, Florida, and uh, I've not been there, but our club director, Norm Pike, has been there, and I think they have a, a, a huge number of fields. We really only have one regulation size court, um, although you can play on smaller courts, which is what we do. We break it up into smaller courts. But I want to say the national membership is somewhere around 4,000 people. Now, for our listeners out there that are, you know, they might be thinking croquet in their backyard. This is completely <laughs> different. I've seen you guys play it. This is a, this is the real deal. Uh, oh, if they yes. wanted to come out and play, are they able to do that? Oh, sure. Our regular club nights are Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. We start at 530 and play till the cows come home. Um, we will start be starting earlier as we lose our daylight hours, um, but they can go online to gntathletics.info forward slash sports forward slash croquet to read more about our club and get contact info. Well, that's terrific. Um, a tournament like this, uh, drawing people from all over, I most people aren't going to be aware of it, I'm sure of it. That's why I wanted to bring it up a little bit on the radio. I want to encourage people to come out and see it. Great. You'll be playing this weekend, uh, all, all day Saturday, right? And Sunday morning is the final round, is that true? Right. We start Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 8.30 in the morning. Um, Friday and Saturday we'll play till about a quarter to six. And Sunday we'll end around 12.45 and then have our lunch and awards. And we have national caliber people. We have people in the Hall of Fame who are part of this tournament. I was just looking up our, our lowest handicap player is a minus two and a half. There are only 18 people in, <laughs> in the U.S. 
uh, in Canada who have that kind of a handicap. <laughs> He's wow. great. Well, that's impressive. I want to encourage our listeners to come out and check it out. See the tournament for yourself. It's not what you're thinking. This is high-end croquet. Uh, Sue, I want to thank you for joining us. And if you want to give this a shot, uh, call Sue. Go on the website. Check it out. Stop out Tuesday, Thursdays, Saturdays at G&T Sports Park in Hilton. And will you show them the ropes for those who don't know, Sue? Oh, absolutely. They're invited to come and play three times for free to decide if they like it. And then we would ask them to join the club and, uh, you know, help support the sport. It's um, the one thing I will say that's very different from your backyard croquet set is that the balls are weighted. They're just about a pound each. The mallets are also weighted, so you get a nice pendulum action to send the balls. And you do not have these little thin wire, big, wide-open wickets. The wickets are actually very tall and rectangular, and they are only the width of a nickel wider than the ball. It's a lot harder to make a wicket. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely much different than what people are picturing in their head, which is why, we, again, wanted to have you on, talk a little bit about it. Hopefully we'll get some people to go out there and check it out and, and, and play with you guys. But uh, maybe not this weekend when you got that great tournament going on. Sue, thanks again for joining us. Okay. All right. You have a great night. You too. Thank you, Rick. Hey, guys, did you see this? Uh, DeMarcus Cousins uh, injured the USA basketball. At some point, does this become a concern for you? You've lost Paul George. You've lost DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, withdrawn already, Kevin Love, Blake Griffin, uh, others. I'm drawing a blank, but there are others that withdrew. Does this, uh, what kind of basketball team are you left with? And what, is it worth it for the NBA teams to have your guys go and represent USA? These guys play basketball all year round anyway. They play in the summer anyway. So it's it's not a it's not a concern to me really that these guys are getting hurt playing well play, trying to make their inter- it's not the international a concern team. to you cuz you're not paying them. No, if you're they, paying them that's a big difference. They well, like a concern for the players. No, I, they're going to play anyway and you got hurt doing something you were going to be doing anyway. Now as a as an owner or someone signing the checks I would much rather have them playing something organized like this if they have to play, which they're going to do, as opposed to some pickup game in Rucker Park. Is having a good USA basketball day, and this is a non-Olympic year, does it, is it that big a deal? I think, it, I think it's a bigger deal than the rest of the world. I really do. Because I think that, hey, we beat the Americans. We already know we have the best at basketball. They come here to play. The best in the world come to the United States to play in basketball. They come here to play in football. Maybe not soccer, but you can have it. But as far as like, but, but I mean, we, we know that. And to me, like the best basketball country in the world is the place you go to play the sport. You know, in, in soccer, it's different every four years, you know, like right now, it's Germany. Uh, four years ago, I, I don't even know who, it was. I think it was Spain. But at the end of the day, they're playing all over Europe, or they're playing all over South America. The United States is the place they come to play professional basketball. And I don't need Team U USA to go out and win the gold medal, particularly in a non-Olympic year, and to, to try to prove that. I mean, your best basketball players aren't even playing in it. So, hey, if these guys want to drop out, I'm okay with it because, you know what, I would much rather watch my NBA team win a championship with all of its players intact rather than a guy like Paul George getting hurt and all of a sudden you're Indiana and your season's already over. Speaking of soccer, is this remaining Team USA basketball squad now even as good as Team USA's World Cup soccer team was? 
I think they're basketball. better. Yeah, I think, I think they'll take them in basketball. Yeah, I think they're better. <laughs> they probably won't beat them in soccer, though, Zach, if that's what you mean. <laughs> You know, if if my guy was there, if I'm a fan of the Indiana Pacers, my playoff possibilities probably, well, they play in the East, so they're still, their playoff hopes are still very much alive. But their championship hopes took a major hit with the loss of Paul George. Is it worth it to have them, as a fan of the Pacers, I would say no. If my guy is there and you want to say, well, we're sending all the best players, we're not. The best players aren't part of that team. I just, I don't know that you know having your guy on this team is worth it at the at, at the price you pay the player, the the athletes, uh, the salary they command, but also the, to lose your fan base because if you're a Pacer fan again, your playoff hopes took a hit, your championship hopes probably are gone. He, my my thinking is he could have gotten hurt anywhere. Like it was a freak accident what happened to him. But you know, he's just playing basketball. He's he's done that play thousands of times. It it, it was an accident, it happened and it's not the norm. I mean, it, it's a big deal right now that DeMarcus Cousins got hurt just because of what happened to Paul George. But how many summers are we sitting around talking about whether guys should or shouldn't play basketball in the summer? It's not a conversation we have all that often. Well, you do hear about it, though. You hear about it in hockey. I don't know that we talk about it every summer, but when it happens to your guy, it's a big deal. It's kind of a big yeah. deal around here when uh, the Rochester Red Wings are playing for the Governor's Cup and our guys get taken up to the upper level, mm-hmm. you know, get called up to Major League Base, and you lose your guys. Right. You played all year. You're trying to do something. You're planning on a great basketball team, and you lose it because – of this, and I understand what you're saying, Darren. That they they can get hurt doing anything. They can get mm-hmm. hurt walking down the street. They can get, you know, trip over whatever. We hear those crazy stories. But I'm sorry, Dan. I cut you out. You were about to say something. No, I just I just look at the whole situation and go look in minor league baseball. You you're there to serve the purpose of the big ball club, and it stinks when yeah. it's September 1st when you have to expand. I don't know why they keep doing this, expanding the rosters to 40, even on teams that like you know that are already out of it. Let your minor league team go ahead and try to win a championship together because eventually you're going to rely on those core guys to bring you your championship when they come up to the big league level. But as far as the NBA thing goes, NBA's got to take a stand here. Okay, either we're going to fully support Team USA basketball and what they're trying to do, which I think they pretty much have, or they're going to say, hey, look, uh, we don't want this involved, and we don't want you guys involved, but the, the, this, this, but they're independent contractors. The sneaker companies are the ones footing the bill for these guys to go out there, and if it's in their financial best interest to go out there and play, they're going to go out there and play, and uh, it's up to the owners to tell them, hey, no, but if they don't do it, then, you know, hey, tough luck, but uh, it's tough to see guys drop out during, you know, midstream while they're trying to put together a team, but there's guys like John Wall, who, who, who you got rid of it all of a sudden would come back in a heartbeat if you asked him to so you know go that direction if you want i have no problem with these guys dropping out with all these injuries because frankly it's not worth it i agree do you think we'll start seeing clauses in people's contracts saying you can't uh, participate Team USA or something like that? I don't know. I don't think so. Because, again, uh, well, players, you know, I I doubt you'll see it. I really doubt you'll see it. But it's interesting because you'll have clauses in players' contracts saying, hey, no dirt bike racing, no washing your car on a ladder. I mean, stupid stuff like that because they don't want these guys getting hurt in freak accidents. I think think the big difference is that 
these guys with those clauses, they're not getting paid to dirt bike race, but these guys can make money by playing in this tournament. Right. And the players' union would never let them not be allowed to go make money. It would never happen. Yeah, that's a tough spot to build into a contract, the fact that you can't represent your country. You can't. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. I don't see that ever being a clause in a contract. Yeah, the motorcycle thing, yeah, you'll see that. You can't hang glide. You can't you know, <laughs> do some of those things. But uh, I don't think you'll ever see that type of clause but i agree with you dan i i don't think it's worth it i think if you're especially if you're a playoff team you're you're, or a possible playoff team you're saying no i'm not going to do that every now and again though you'll see you'll see some video that's going viral on the internet of like kyrie irving or something just breaking somebody down at some random park in anywhere usa isn't there a higher chance of him getting hurt there than playing against other professionals because someone somewhere is going to you know, try and get try and get a notch in their belt because they took down Kyrie Irving. They they stopped him and you know, regardless of how they did it, they're gonna be oh, I stopped an NBA player. Isn't it less of a chance of them getting hurt playing against no, each other? I don't think it's it's more of a chance to get hurt on the playground. I think it's you know, yeah. maybe even less because you're going up against world class athletes in this environment with USA basketball. You're going up against the best of the best. I think it increases your stress level, I think it increases your odds of getting injured, and I think you're an idiot, and I think you're listening to Benson and those guys <laughs> on ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Four six two three Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators? Neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426 5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Hey, youth baseball players, Team Valley is expanding for this upcoming year and will be holding tryouts for 10U, 12U, 13U, 15, 16, and 17U divisions. Tryouts will be at the Grace and Truth Sports Park in Hilton on August 16th and 23rd. If you have questions or want more information, contact Dave Valley at dave at teamvalley.com. That's dave at teamvalley.com, V-A-L-L-E. By the way, they will also be holding tryouts for their 14 and 16U softball teams on August 3rd and 10th. 
10th. Again, contact Dave at teamvalley.com. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. You can find us on the web, btgprogram.com. You can follow us on Twitter at btgprogram. This has been a difficult week, but this is something that has been covered pretty heavily. But I think as a faith-based sports program, I do want to mention it. With the the loss this week of the one, Robin Williams, that's tough, but... Um, also the loss of Kevin Ward Jr. and what happened at Canandaigua Speedway last or last Saturday night with Tony Stewart. Um, a lot has been said. A lot ha- has been said unfairly. I have no idea of the intention of Tony Stewart. I, I would be shocked if somebody, if he intentionally tried to run a man over did he perhaps try to scare him? I, I don't know we'll never know probably um, it was a tragic loss of life I know this a 20 year old gets out of his car and uh, whether it's anger whether it's adrenaline uh, starts crossing a speedway uh, you're taking your life in your hands and he tragically lost his and I'm sorry about that but what I'm what I want to mention is this. It goes quickly. At any minute, you are out there racing. You are out there um, doing what you love. And this young man apparently loved it. And I don't know him. I don't know anything really about him. But I think in such an instance, we stop and we think about the value of the human life. And then we think beyond that. What happens next? And I have my faith, and that's what this program is about. But more than anything else, I think it's important for young people, I think it's important for anybody to at least consider what's what's out there. If you're going for a job, you're thinking uh, of all the implications. What about when your life ends? What happens next? At least give it consideration. Think about the things that are presented to you. Is God real? You know, we would tell you that uh, very much so. And, and God's love for you is so strong that he sent his son as a sacrifice to pay the cost of your sins, to pay the cost of my sins. He died after living a perfect life on the cross. And all he's asking from you is repentance and asking him to forgive you of his sins and accepting him as Lord and Savior of your life. I don't know where Kevin Ward is, but I think because of what our show is about, what our program is about. I know it's been well covered, but I I felt I needed to mention that. Now, guys, what did you take away from this tragic accident? And again, I'm not asking uh, what your thoughts are. Did he do it? Was it intentional? Should this young man have crossed? None of that. It's just a tragic loss of life. It absolutely is. And I, I, couldn't uh, stop thinking about the fact that this kid was 20 years old. You look at pictures of him, and he's this fresh-faced young guy. You know, he's almost eight years younger than myself, and uh, I. It's it's just overwhelmingly sad, and it's uh, the sad thing is that it, it didn't need to happen, and it could have been avoided. I, I'm I'm kind of like Zach on this. Is 
I look back to when I was 20 to now, it's been 10 years, and so much has happened to me in those 10 years. I, I, I finished college. I, I got married. I have two beautiful children. And once I sat down and distanced myself from the sporting side of it and started looking at that particular angle of it, 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 asked, it made me actually pretty sad for, for someone I didn't even know. And it all could have been avoided. And, and that's what I keep coming back to. And this, this kid and his, his, his poor family, there's just so much that they're not going to get to experience because of this. And it's just awful for all parties involved. I think the thing I took from it was when your parents tell you to be careful and keep your wits about you, they're not kidding. And yeah, be careful. Okay, be careful. You know, all right, be careful. Tonight, go out, be careful. You know, we say them those words so when you're when you're on the receiving end, being a young guy, you hear those words, oh yeah, I'll, I'll be careful, I'll be careful. But when your parents are telling you that, and when anybody tells you that, think of the words, be careful. In other words, keep your wits about you. Don't don't do anything that's going to put yourself in harm's way. I remember one time uh, in high school, I was asked during school to go skip school and go to a Buffalo Bisons baseball game, an afternoon baseball game. And my father goes, you know what? You could do what you want, but know this. You're tempting fate because you're supposed to be in school. So if anything ever should happen to you, well, guess what? You were supposed to be in school that day. So how's it going to look if something bad happens? So I stayed home. And it was a good thing, too, because my buddies got ripped off in downtown Buffalo. And so, you know, when your parents, it, it, kids, if you're listening, if you're, you know, Kevin Warren's age, you know, listen and just when you always be careful. Keep your wits about you. Be careful, you know, because you, you may think you know what you're doing at all times. But you, you, even if you think you do, you you might not. And he didn't when he got out of that car, he thought he was just doing what anybody else may have done in that situation. Mm -hmm. But all in a New York minute, like the Eagles saying, everything can change and it changed for him. And it changed for Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart, you know, we don't know what was going through his head either. You got to when they say be careful, when people tell you be careful, be careful. Listen, I, I heard be careful so many times as a, you know, 19, 20 year old. You think you're invincible at that age. I, I sound like an old man right now. I mm -hmm. guess I'm getting there. But but you've lived through it. Yeah. And by the grace of God, I've lived through it. There's been things that could have easily taken my life that I, I have done. And, you know, thank God I'm still here. And it just it's, it's very unfortunate that, you know, not everyone can make it make it through those years of their life unscathed. Probably each one of us can go back to a point in our life where we thought, what in the world was I thinking? Why did I do that? The point is, as you say, by the grace of God, we've gotten through that. God has delivered us. He has spared us in his sovereignty. But my point is simply this. It is, if you are listening to my voice, it is, it is a good time to at least examine, hey, man, what happens to me? when it's all over right at least consider it i'm not pushing my faith down your throat i am not uh you know if you wanted to call me reach out through the website i would be glad to talk to you about it but all i am begging you to do is simply consider the options what's out there and consider the price that god has paid by sending his son to the cross and just just so I can add this, uh, you know, it's it's funny how we take so many things in life so seriously, except the end. Well, it'll figure itself out. Really? Even if you don't believe, you got to think about it. You have to. If you're going to think about your taxes, if you're going to think about your kids' lives or your parents' lives, why is it when it comes to our own lives, 
It'll figure itself out. There's a God out there. I can't. I, I don't know what's going on. There's so much hatred in the world. And you know what? So, you know, I, I'm a good person. Have you really sat down and thought about it? You got to make a choice at some point. That's, that's exactly right. The choice is yours. I, nobody's. I'm not forcing anything. I'm not. Right. I'm not pushing an issue. I'm just. It's a choice. Just investigate it. Right. Just investigate it. Check it out for yourself. We were having a conversation earlier this week, and Benson said we research everything in our lives. We, I research what phone I'm going to get. I, I research the hat that I'm wearing, and you know, read reviews on it. You research and read reviews on what car you're looking at. I mean, people research the, what brand of underwear they're looking at, but a lot of people, like Dan said, don't really research and look into what happens when it's all over. And just, it's good advice for you guys. Just at least look into it. You're listening to Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester. When we come back, uh, my good friend, our good friend, Don Gordon, will join us once again. The NFL is weighing harsher penalties in the light of domestic violence, and uh, we're going to talk to Don about that when we come back. This is Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester. Hey, youth baseball players, Team Valley is expanding for this upcoming year and will be holding tryouts for 10U, 12U, 13U, 15, 16, and 17U divisions. Tryouts will be at the Grace and Truth Sports Park in Hilton on August 16th and 23rd. If you have questions or want more information, contact Dave Valley at dave at teamvalley.com. That's dave at teamvalley.com. V-A-L-L-E. By the way, they will also be holding tryouts for their 14 and 16 U softball teams on August 3rd and 10th. Again, contact Dave at teamvalley.com. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit com. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys, ESPN Rochester. Before the break, we uh, mentioned the NFL weighing harsher penalties in the light of so much, uh, in the light of the feedback they've gotten from the suspension, uh, the relatively light suspension, I think would be the consensus agreement of Ray Rice. I think the NFL is backpedaling uh, a great bit as they think, well, we might have missed on this one. 
Uh, it's not domestic violence isn't something that's isolated to Rice, and it's not isolated to the NFL. Um, but there is an issue there. The Panthers, uh, Greg Hardy, the Cardinal, Cardinals, uh, Daryl Washington, A.J. Jefferson of the Vikings. According to statistics from the San Diego Union-Tribune, 21 of 32 NFL teams employed a player with a domestic or sexual violence charge on their record. Uh, we heard this week uh, Hope Solo. Uh, it's not just men. Uh, Hope Solo uh, at her sister's home. Uh, nephew, 17-year-old nephew and her sister were said to be crying with visible injuries. Uh, TCU defensive end Devontae Fields uh, allegedly assaulted his ex-girlfriend and permanently uh, has been permanently separated from the university. Um, here, This was an interesting statistic that I saw. A 2011 study conducted by the National Institutes of Health examining, examining 900 NFL games over 11 years found that domestic violence increased by 10% in areas in which the local team had suffered an upset. 20% if the loss came at the hands of a traditional rival. Uh, sports... Uh, the association wow. between sports and domestic violence is disturbing. And joining us now on the program is uh, our good friend Don Gordon, former major league pitcher. Now, um, Don has a heart for marriage. He has a, as a missionary with Score International, he has a ministry in men's discipleship. And uh, Don, thanks for joining us on the program again. Hey, Rick, great to hear your voice. I love you guys. love the program. You guys better watch out. You're going to be really, really, you're already famous in Rochester, but watch out, world, because you guys are doing a wonderful job there, getting, well, getting the message of sports out and, and, and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, thanks, brother. Hey, Don, tell us a little, just for background. Now, every spring, I know you spend time in both Florida and Arizona working with professional ball players during spring training. Uh, and I know you have a heart for marriage, and I know you have a heart for men's discipleship. What sort of things are you working on during spring training with these guys? Well, you know, the, I've been in, in this thing a long time. I signed in 1982, and the Lord has, you know, kept me in the game ever since. So there's just a lot of relationships there. So spring training is just, hey, let, that's just the next meeting. You know, it's one place that you can meet so many guys and and also, you know, front office personnel, umpires, clubhouse attendants, you know, and there's just a lot of people associated with the game, of course, and uh, those relationships just continue. Um, uh, and then they continue during the season, too, but that's primarily, you know, that's in person, but it's also by Skype and, you know, obviously phone and text and email and those things. So, so it just depends what the relationship is based on. Primarily what I do is try to disciple men, and that means just build God's Word, God's principles, God's truth into a man's life. That's what Jesus said to do when he left the earth. He said, go make disciples. And I guess I'm just a, I'm not that smart, but, you know, if God says to do something, I may not be very good at it, but that's what I'm going to do. And and then part of discipling is doing biblical marriage counseling, because all that is, is is taking God's Word and it says in Psalm 19, verse 7, one of my favorite scriptures says, The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. And basically that means God's Word, the Bible, is perfect when it comes to our issues 
of this life, which which are soul issues. That's our anger, our fear, our our addictions, our you know, and and our good the good stuff that we do. And and so so God's word, I bring that to bear as best I can on people's circumstances and situations and on their heart. And when they choose to be obedient and choose to say, you know what, I don't know everything, but I trust God. I'm going to listen to Him. There's, there's about a hundred percent success rate after that. Hey, we're talking about domestic violence. We're seeing a lot of it in the news. Uh, in your opinion, do you think there's an increase in domestic violence, or is it just that it's getting more coverage because of some of these higher-profile personalities? Yeah, I think it's you know tip of the iceberg. I've done counseling. Unfortunately, um, you know, with with couples, and um, I mean, you're talking guys four or five times the size of their wife, and they're they're beating up on their wife, and and in some cases it's the other way around. I don't know if you remember this, you know, Chuck Finley, but yeah, he had yeah, a, a reverse, yeah. you know, Tony domestic Ryan. abuse. Yeah. His wife, you know, basically, you know, beat him up, and he had to bring her on charges. But um, I come from a home, sadly enough, where that was also uh, in my home. And, and so um, one of the fringe benefits, it's not the reason we study the Bible, it's not the reason we become a Christian, well, it might be for some people, but the Bible's all about God, it's all about the Lord Jesus Christ, but one of the fringe benefits is it breaks those crazy cycles in, in these dysfunctional, chaotic homes that a lot of us have grown up in, and, um, and God, you know, God just knows what He's doing, He knows how to handle that and take take care of every aspect of that. You work with a lot of professional athletes. Do you think that, um, are there more, in your opinion, again, do you think there are more pressures on a professional athlete because of their time away that end up resulting in uh, domestic violence situations? Yeah, I think part of it too, Rick, is a, is adrenaline, like especially you think of football players and even basketball players where, you know, where the season's a lot shorter than for a baseball player. But I know, I know when steroids were, were at their height, you know, I would challenge guys on this, but I know when they would, and these are these are some of them were Christian guys trying to justify, you know, taking steroids and all that. And I would always ask the question, I was like, what do you like? Okay, the game ends at, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. What do you like at midnight with your wife? And it would get real quiet. Because you know there was there was the there was the come down from adrenaline, there was the come down from from the steroid, the, uh, the side effects, and basically these guys are you know they're big strong guys, and and they're upset at the at the at the, at the game maybe situation or or maybe at the team or something's going on, and and they react the way they only know how to react, and that's basically through anger, and sometimes that involves unfortunately physical. Uh, abuse. We're talking with my good friend Don Gordon, former big league pitcher, missionary with Score International. Don does a great deal of uh, marriage counseling. He makes his home in Chattanooga, Tennessee, but happens to be uh, doing premarital counseling for a couple in uh, in our neighborhood, Batavia, New York. Don, when you're discipling a young man, what do you tell them about how to treat a woman and specifically about God's view of marriage? Yeah, well, I appreciate the question. It's a great question, Rick. You know, first of all, for the women, I say make sure you marry a man that's in love with Jesus Christ, because if he loves Jesus, he's going to love you properly. 
And for the men, of course, there's the, the commands are three times to one, like what God commands women to do as, as opposed to men. The men have three times more responsibility. You know, when you look at, uh, you know, Ephesians chapter 5, which is one of the familiar passages on marriage, it says for men to, to love their wives, to cherish their wives, to nourish their wives. And he says, he who loves his wife loves himself. And, and so the, the, the reverse is true also. He who hates his wife hates himself. Okay? And so I'll, it's very simple. In, a marriage, in marriage counseling, I'll say to the woman, I'll say, you know, do you feel nourished right now? Do you feel cherished by your husband? And, of course, <laughs> it doesn't take long to look at the tears coming down or the facial or body language, you know, to reveal what's going on, and then you're off into whatever the issues are. And then the other the other is true, too, is, you know, most men at, at some point do not feel respected by their by their wives. And that's really the number one command. We're both called to love each other, but for the women, the overarching command is to respect her husband. It doesn't say respect him only when he's being like Christ or only when he's respectable. It says to respect him. And husbands the same way, love your wives, not just when they're lovable, but unconditional agape, love your wife with no strings attached. Hey, Don, thank you. Let me interrupt you for just a second. Thank you um, for coming on and giving us this insight on a a godly marriage. We're up against a break, and I do want to ask you just uh, this one more question, because I know you and your wife have been married for a long time. You've raised uh, three terrific kids, and I know it couldn't have always been easy. Is there any specific biblical passage in particular that you lean on when feeling stressed? Yeah, you know, I, I think I think the um, Hebrews, you know, chapter you know, 12, verse 2, I believe it is, it says, For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross, despising the shame. So in other words, Jesus went through a lot of pain, Obviously, he was tortured on a cross, you know, rose from the dead three days later. But on the other side of it, it said, for the joy set before him. And I think as parents, you know, with young kids or or especially teenagers, we take things so personal because we've taught our kids not to do this, not to do that or whatever. And they do something stupid. And so so we're unable to, to think and see rationally what's actually going on. And really, it's our job as as leaders in the family to to lead our kids to, um, you know, confession, to, to confess their sins, and to, um, you know, to get right with God. But typically we're, we're so caught up in what they've done that we can't even see straight, and so we fail to, to, to give leadership because, because of our own broken hearts at the moment. But uh, that's the verse, really, is uh, Hebrews 12, too, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. So there's a lot of pain but on the other side of that pain is the joy. Don, I want to thank you again. Um, I knew we could count on you for a good biblical perspective on this issue, domestic violence uh, against women, a good uh, perspective on a godly marriage and how men should treat their their wives. Uh, thank you again for coming on. I look forward to talking to you. I look forward to seeing you. I miss you, brother. I miss you guys. You're doing a great job. I love your show. I got all the commercials memorized. Well, thanks again for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. God bless you.
We've been talking with Don Gordon, former big league pitcher, uh, missionary with Score International, and friend of the program, uh, apparently. Uh, Zach, fan of the Toronto Raptors, the whole reason that the Razor Sharks are being considered as a possible affiliate. Um, You're welcome again, Rochester. (laughs) Zach, you got some useless information. I do, and today it's more a bit of useless news. Uh, Google knows a lot of stuff, but did you guys know that apparently it can predict the future? I didn't know that. Apparently it can, because according to Yahoo Sports on Thursday, a Google search for AL MVP winners listed Mike Trout as the 2014 AL MVP, despite the fact that the award isn't you know handed out until November. Just so we put it on his Wikipedia page, is that why? No, uh, it was it was a Google search result. If you ser- oh. if you typed in uh, AL MVP winners, it came up with a list of the most recent ones. With 2014 was Mike Trout. Wow! So maybe uh, it's like that book in Back to the Future. Yeah, you know, yeah. that Biff gets a hold of. <laughs> so maybe the Baseball Writers Association of America can save themselves some time. Just Google search it. They won't even have to vote. All right. Now the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> The highlight of the show, <laughs> the reason people tune in week after week, the, pe- the whole oh, reason sorry. people in Croatia listen to the podcast, <laughs> Darren's unreasonable rant. The, uh, the Dallas Cowboys have a very confident fan. He tattooed the Cowboys logo on his arm, accompanied by a 2015 World Champions. And why not? This is genius. They're totally due for a stellar season. 1990s-esque, if you, if you ask me. And in fact, I feel confident saying they'll meet the Bills in the Super Bowl again. Both teams can't be bad forever. And unlike when Jason Terry did this a few years back and had to actually do work to make his tattoo prediction come true, this superfan has to do absolutely nothing but sit back, eat some hot wings, kill a few drinks, and watch the Hall of Fame-level play of uh, Tony Romo and the front office genius of Jerry Jones play out. It's basically in the bag. Get your bets in early, Cowboys fans, because you're on to something the rest of the NFL isn't. So you're hearing it first here on Benson and those guys. It's going to be a 1993 and 94 Super Bowl rematch. But since some rocket scientist already tattooed it on himself, it's destined to come true. The Cowboys will win Super Bowl 49. Sorry, Bills fans. Wow. Oh, right through the heart of the Buffalo community. <laughs> Man, we just lost half our listeners. We're now down to three. <laughs> All right. Benson and those guys is brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. If you have ants or what is, how does Dan go through and do that? Ants, neighbors, you got to get rid of all those people? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses, whatever. You, they'll take care <laughs> yes. of it. Alligators. In, <laughs> in God's love. No, I'm just joking. Call Town and Country Pest Solutions. But in honor of the sponsorship from Town and Country Pest Solutions, we need to go around the room and get our pest of the week. Dan, mm. do you have a pest for this past week? Oh, there's so many I could choose from. Oh, man. Where do I go? Uh, I, I could go in so many different directions. Having now having a show now, now big time all of a sudden. How about you just pick one, and so the rest of us get to go too? <laughs> uh, I got to go with A Rod. Just go away, man. Again. Just go Again. away. I can't. I mean, a two time pest of the week. Go away, A Rod. Just leave us alone. That should be a t shirt inspired by Dan Brell. A Rod, just go, 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 go away. Zach, what's your pest of the week? My pest of the week is Drake. The singer, he, he's listed by the Raptors as an official ambassador of the team. So technically, he's an employee, right? Well, at a Toronto music festival recently with Kevin Durant in attendance, he said, basically, Kevin Durant, come play for the Raptors. We'd love to have you. Because he's an employee, that's tampering. The team got hit with a $25,000 fine, 
which the league said they will drop if the Raptors fire Drake. You know, people have been calling kind of me. Awesome. Dan, mm-hmm. Zach, I, I don't want to say this where Darren can hear. They've been calling me and saying they would give us $25,000 for our program if we dropped Darren. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. My pest of the week is John Coppenhaver, better known as War Machine. He's an MMA fighter. Uh, a few months ago, he, he made what he calls a joke about rape, which I don't know who would ever joke about that. That's disgusting. He's a disgusting human being. And to make it worse, he uh, he's recently beat his girlfriend. She has 18 broken bones around her eyes, a broken nose, missing teeth, a fractured rib, and a ruptured uh, liver. D- does this war machine dude feel tough? I mean, he, 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 he fights for a living, and then he beats up his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever. This absolutely appalls me, and I can't wait for this guy to get caught and put in jail and get what he deserves. We call our friends at Town & Country. They can take care of him. Absolutely. You, you know Dog the Bounty Hunter is after him now. Officially, he's on the case. So, My pest of the week is Bengals quarterback Matt Scott. Not the starter. He's fighting for the third string job. But Matt Scott, video, you can look this up, YouTube. It's all over the place. Puking all over the field. Now, by the way, he did throw a touchdown pass he shortly did. after he did. that. But the video is just foul. It's just wrong. <laughs> and, of course, this just helps my eight-year-old mind think, oh, man, this is funny, all those guys getting tackled and this guy's puke and the ball's going through <laughs> it and ah, I'm laughing at it. Matt, I don't need no help, okay? My mind is already in the gutter. I Puking on the field, man, on television? Wow. Call you, your, bring yourself out of the game. You would probably throw up, too, if you're lining up under center and there's 300-pound dudes coming to kill you. Dude, I'd be running the other way like Forrest <laughs> Gump. I'd be going through the tunnel. Yeah, I, I would have already gotten my puke out. <laughs> hey, I want to thank you for joining us, Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester. Another stellar program in the books. I hope you'll join us again next week. Thank you for joining us this week. Dan, those guys, thank you for being here. Have a great week, everybody.